You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the king of all kings podcast. Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Back here on J Street Vibes. Kenny Caraway, ESPN 1320, D-Lo and KC. Jason Jones of The Athletic. We're here putting a little bit of a bow on the Sacramento Kings season here in the 2022-2023 season after a first-round exit to the defending champion Golden State Warriors. Nothing they can head about, though, man. They broke a 16-year drought. They reinvigorated the city, um, and and they made the entire city proud and, and, and kind of brought a franchise back to life. So uh, it, it's it's – I want to say it's all good because you want to win, but – uh, it is all good out here in Sacramento. They they love this team, and they've uh, they're hoping this is the beginning of something. One of the things that they're hoping they're this is the beginning of is multiple All Star, possibly multiple All NBA. De'Aaron Fox, man, what a year he had! Um, just a, a a breakthrough year uh, in the league. I, I want to get his numbers specifically uh, up on the season. I think he averaged. I don't even want to think. I want to make sure I have it right here. I'm pulling it up as we speak. Um, but on on the season, uh, he averaged 25 points per game to go along with six assists, four rebounds, one still a night. Um, the first ever NBA Clutch Player of the Year uh, award went to De'Aaron Fox for what he was able to do uh, time and time again in the fourth quarter, the most by the numbers, the most clutch player in the league. And then he had his first playoff appearance, and he upped his game in the playoffs. He went from 25 a night to 27.4 to six assists a night to 7.7 assists, then even upped his rebounds and steals as well. He 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 was able to do what I think a lot of people were hoping Sabonis would do, and that's take your game up a notch in the postseason. Sabonis obviously wasn't able to do that, but De'Aaron Fox, uh, he more than did that in the playoffs, man. What a, what a year from him, man. There, he's, he's a guy that, you know, you saw him when he was drafted here in Sacramento. They looked at his, him like the savior. He, he was going to bring these guys to the promised land. And mm-hmm. like I've said a number of different times, Jason, I know it's not a championship. I know they're not there yet. They've got a lot that they want to accomplish. But damn it, he did it. He did it. He, he brought him there. He, he's he's an All NBA player. He's an All Star. He broke the streak. He performed in the playoffs. Damn it, he did it. Yeah, and they finally got him some help. I mean, a lot of times I think we're way too hard on young players about what they have and haven't done, and ignore the fact that usually the best players end up in some terrible situations to start their careers. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, you know, like I said, I've known De'Aaron since he got drafted, and I've always said he's one of the smartest young players I've ever, you know, just, he's very self-aware, mm. like, understands what he's not good at. You know, you don't have many guys who are 20 will tell you, I'm not really a great leader. I don't, I'm not really good at talking to guys and doing that stuff yet. And he understood that he had to get better at it. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, there's uh, definitely an awareness probably of how, you know, people view him and Sometimes you see him, you know, have fun on social media about that. People say stuff about him, but I just saw a different level of 
you can kind of feel the maturity in him. Mm-hmm. You can also forget we got draft people was the 18. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, I you know, and so I think you know, you take all that into account. The fact that he did not come into this season trying, you know, over to I, I forgot who got him to gain a bunch of weight last year, but that was just the craziest thing ever. Last year was all bad. And I don't know if he will remember it, but I I after one of his workouts, I talked to him because I was hard on Fox at the beginning of the season last year because I, I was so disappointed in how he started that season and, and how he came into that season. And there was a lot of other factors going on. He's probably pissed off like I'm we're really running this back again like we're really doing this again there's a lot going on but I told him I was like man he was at one point like 25 games in the season he was averaging like 17 points a game I was like well you're not a 17 point per game player like I can't just sit up there and be like everything's cool like I had to be like nah you're better than this and at when I talked to him he was like no you're right like I expect the same thing out of myself I, I wasn't handling business but the, that was the one time the, the first month and a half of the season last year when I was like, man, I don't know if he's it, man. I don't know if he can get it done. I knew he had the talent, but I didn't know. And, you know. like, Why would a guy whose game is predicated on speed think that gaining weight, you know, but then again, you don't know who he was working with. You know, you know, he could have got some bad advice. Mm-hmm. You know, someone, you know, could have told him that was a thing to do and they were wrong. But, yeah, him playing like that made sure that Luke Walton and them guys was going to get up out of there. I mean, they, they didn't win that without him like that. Cause that the way that team was, it was so bereft of talent mm-hmm. that if De'Aaron wasn't, and that, that's what made it tough too. If De'Aaron wasn't special every night, a lot of times those teams couldn't win. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot to put on him. So you actually put a team around him and he, you know, and I saw a lot of maturity in his game in terms of getting to that mid range game. I mean, it was lethal. Mm-hmm. Getting to the paint, you know, he's not Steph with the three, but I think he's a he's a, he's a much more confident three point shooter. Yeah, we weren't complaining about him going five or nine on free throws every other night. Oh man, a free throw thing was uh, that was driving me crazy, and and all of a sudden he turned into damn Mark Price at the free throw line this year. I was like, that's what yeah. I'm talking. So, I mean, about. you definitely saw some growth and some improvement, and like you know, you listen to the way he talked about the game, he understood. Uh, I had a coach tell me one time, what young players don't get is that being really good in the NBA is hard. Hmm. It's not easy. Like the level of work and time and commitment, hmm. it's hard. There's a reason why everyone can't be that guy. Because hmm. not everyone wants to pay that price. Hmm. You know, you don't want to cut your vacation short because you got to go work out. Yeah. You don't want to be the guy who's like, hey, I need to get all the guys together to get this work in and De'Aaron has grown into more of that guy. He wasn't always that guy. Mm. You know, there were grumbles amongst the team, like, man, this dude rather work out with his fiance than work out with us. <laughs> you know, so he wasn't always that guy, but I think he's grown into that role. And it always helps when your GM goes out and gets you another all-star to play with and yeah. puts guys around you who fit what you do as opposed to drafting a bunch of seven-footers. <laughs> Yeah. Do you um uh, you think there's another level that he could reach? Or is this about who he is? And I don't even say that like in a negative way. He could be 25 and six for the next eight years, and that's 
dope, right? Like that's really good. I, I, I'm not saying it like it's bad, but do you think there's another level that he could reach uh, statistically and just as a basketball player in general? I don't think he's in his prime yet. Mm. I think he can become a better three point shooter. Mm-hmm. He can become a, a, a better defender, a more consistent all you know defender. Mm-hmm. He can be a dominant two way player. And I think if he becomes a more dominant defender, I think that changes, that flips so much. I mean, I know, I know I even talk about it. We hear the head of the snake, head of the snake, head of the snake. Yo, he's the head of the, he's the head of the snake. But if you, if you, fl- if he flips that on defense as well, hmm. and you, you know, and you start seeing him getting all defense votes and, you know, maybe that steal account goes to two steals a game, two, mm-hmm. two and a half. You know, we know he can block, he can block shots. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, when needed, he can be a rebound. You know, he can rebound. You know, there's areas where he just even a small uptick takes his game to a different level. Yeah. You know, if he's getting, you know, I forgot, I forgot how many boards he averaged this year, but if that number goes up a little, and that means he's initiating an extra two or three breaks a game. Mm-hmm. That could be with the way the guys can shoot the three. That could be extra nine points. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely another level. I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't say that he's. You know, I don't think he's in his prime yet. I think mm-hmm. we got. I think he might be a year or two away from it. I mean, like I said, we forget how young he is. Was he 25 now? Yeah, yeah. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people think, yeah. people think about their prime. They're usually thinking about 27, 28. Yeah, usually you think about a guy hitting his prime around 27. Yeah. You know, that, that's that's when the experience coupled with the knowledge all comes together. Mm-hmm. And now, boom, you're, you know, you're, you know, you're Superman. Yeah. And I think this playoff experience and what he'll take from that and what he'll add to his, his game and bring to the regular season, I think next year we'll see another leap where. He goes from well, he made the All Star team to well, damn, he he is killing this for real, for real, mm-hmm. and you know that's the guy that we got we got to get on TV twenty times. That's the guy we're gonna you know we got to get in the, who gets a new big shooty. You know, I think he I think he can get that. I I, I don't think we scratched the surface with Deer. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. And you talk about this this playoff experience that he got. I mean. You were on the the biggest stage that the NBA has, you know, at least in the first round, like all ABC and TNT, but three ABC games, everything else on TNT, like not even a sniff of NBA TV. Like you were on, <laughs> you were on that type of platform. You went up against the world champs. You went up and you went head to head for a long time. Uh, obviously, it didn't end up this way, but I think like the first five or six games, him and Steph Curry had like, the same amount of you know points per game. They're both mm-hmm. like 31 and a half or something like that. Um, so you went up against you know a psycho like Steph Curry, point for point, damn near for the much of the series. Um, and they were throwing the kitchen sink at him. It wasn't like, oh, you were matched up with GP2 the whole time. They had GP2, they had Wiggins, they had Clay, they threw Draymond at you. They were throwing everything at you, and you were still able to do your thing. And I say all that to say that can only uh breed confidence in him moving forward, right? Like you gotta if I'm De'Aaron Fox, I'm like, I didn't I ain't gonna say I seen it all. I'm sure there's different stuff, but damn, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't see a whole lot. So I what am I gonna be worried about? Trey Young guarding me in, in January. Like, nah, I didn't see it. 
It's like single coverage. I'm insulted. <laughs> oh, all you gonna do is put a regular one guy on me. Watch this. Mm. I think, like I said, it's all there. And it's mm-hmm. been there, but I think he learned a lot about what it takes to be a high-level NBA player. Mm. He learned a lot about what it takes to play at that level consistently. I mean, his first four-plus years, five years, we saw flashes of it. That's why you know he'd win NBA Player of the Week. You know he'd you know he'd have a you know a good five seven days, and we'd be like, yeah, he was Player of the Week. Mm-hmm. And then they, they'd win three, or they'd win six or seven, and then. Mm-hmm. He'd tail off, and the team would suck. Yeah, because he had to do so much just to get player of the week. Hmm. But I think he, I think, I think physically he's probably, but he's prepared for that role. Mentally, he's prepared for that role. I mean, you're asking a lot of a guy coming out of college to be the savior of a franchise has been a had been a joke. Yeah, but you he know? did it. I give him. I mean, I know Sabonis came, Mike Brown, Monty McMare, but this is the guy that was here from the start, and he's produced pretty much the entire time and i give him the credit he did it he did it he's the best player on this team you know what i mean i know there was a lot of discussion earlier in the season and it's no shade to sabonis even after the playoffs like i he's he sabonis is fine he's a certified all-star to me regardless of what happened in these playoffs but it was never any doubt for me Aaron fox is the best player he's the best player I think so. What Sabonis did, it allowed him to not have to be the best player over every night. Mm. It allowed him to not have to be the best player for four quarters every night, mm. which helped him. But yeah, I mean, to my who the best player is, that's determined, you know, in the postseason. Mm. This is where you become a star. And mm. he was a star. Yeah. And there's no knocking that. There's no denying that. Yeah. He, was, he was a star. Just. Flat out, uh, flat out star. I can't even, I can't say it any differently. <laughs> he was just amazing. Yeah, man. Shout out to De'Aaron Fox, man. What a, what a season from him. Uh, what a ride he took all the Kings fans on. We're going to get out of here, get one more break in. And when I come back, I'm going to ask you a couple pressing questions for next year's Kings team, man, to see what you think, man. Jason Jones of The Athletic, Kenny Carraway of ESPN 1320. We'll be right back. 